wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, let's preview the Minnesota Twins series as well as talk about what's happening around baseball. Today, the Royals get started with another series with the Minnesota Twins, this is a wraparound four-game series that starts on a Friday. Very weird addition and a quirk to this new schedule in a 60-game season. You're going to start on Friday at 7 o'clock with Jacob Junis on the mound going up against Jake Odorizzi. And then on Saturday, you're going to get Danny Duffy against Jose Barrios. On Sunday, you're going to get Brady Singer against Randy Bodnack, who is 3-1 and with a .9 ERA for the Twins, so credit to him. And then on on Monday at 7 o'clock again, you're going to have Chris Bubich on the mound. The Twins have not said who they'll be throwing on Monday before you start your next two-game set with the Reds on Tuesday and Wednesday. So this series is going to be important for the Royals because, to me, a split would be would be great. A split would be the, the best possible outcome. You at least need to get one. You need to avoid a sweep of the Twins, and I'll be happy. I understand uh, last series you were able to sweep the Twins. Uh, I think that we can all agree this lineup against the Royals is not going to get swept very often. But still, it's baseball. Anything can happen. But to me, a successful series would be a sweep, uh, and, and you need to steal one. You need to steal at least one in Minnesota. But if you want to have a successful series, get that sweep, and then I'll be over the moon if you can get the series win. You head into the series 8 and eight and 11, and, and this stretch has always been about treading water. This stretch of the Reds, the Twins, the Reds, the Twins has always been about treading water until you can get into your next phase of the schedule where you're playing the White Sox again, you're playing the Tigers again, you're playing the Indians again, you're playing the, the Pirates. Get, get into that stretch again while still being in the mix for a postseason run. And the most interesting part to me is going to be how these how this Royals lineup handles the Twins pitching because Odorizzi has a six ERA, uh, Barrios, who we saw on Sunday, has a five point three ERA, uh, Bodenek, who is just lights out so far this season, has a point nine ERA, and then of course we don't know who's going to have uh, who they're going to throw out on Monday, uh, but. The, the Twins pitching staff has been suspect for years. That's kind of been their big issue. Uh, every time that they, they have an explosive lineup, they just don't, can't really pitch. Uh, I love their bullpen, though. I, I love Trevor May. I love I love uh, Taylor Rogers. I, I really like what they have in their bullpen, but if you can get to their starting pitching, that's how you put together a win versus Minnesota, and that's how the Royals did it last weekend. So I, I really want to see if this lineup can continue to get hot. You slowed down a little bit, although you scored five runs, uh, only getting the five hits your last win in your last game against Cincinnati. Another big thing is the off day. Uh, it's it's yet another off day, two in one week for Kansas City after playing 17 straight games. Hopefully that means that your bullpen will be 
as close to fully rested as possible. Now, you did have to use your bullpen a lot on Wednesday. You ran through Barlow, Stomont, Rosenthal, Kennedy. Those are your top guys. You, you, you pitched them all. But I do think that given the fact that none of them went above one inning and you do have the off day or did have the off day on Thursday, I think that the bullpen will be 100%. And for me, the series will be about Danny Duffy. I want to see Danny Duffy navigate this Twins lineup again. I want to see how he performs because so far we have not gotten good Danny Duffy. I mean, the best we've gotten from Danny Duffy is four good innings innings in Cleveland before Matheny pulled him. We need to see good Danny Duffy, if there is still a thing as good Danny Duffy. He's so inconsistent. He's so predictable. I mean, everyone knows when the Danny Duffy unraveling is coming. He can cruise for three innings, but gives up one walk on a tough pitch in the fourth inning. His night is over. He's going to give up three runs. He's going to load the bases. Something disastrous is going to happen, and it's over. I want to see Danny Duffy get past that, and I don't know if he can. At this point, I really don't. His most successful role in the big leagues has been in the bullpen, and for whatever reason, Matheny or him or whoever doesn't want that to happen again. But his most successful role, undoubtedly, factually, statistically, eye test-wise, everything has been in the bullpen, where he can just let it go for an inning. And I get it. It's more valuable to have a left-handed starting pitcher. But sometimes you need to do what's best for the team and what what's best to get what you can get the most out of him with. Now, not this season. This season's not really about winning at all costs, although they do want to win, and you do have a chance to win in a 60-game sprint. You're in the playoff mix, but uh, you still have a lot to evaluate here, and one of those things is Danny Duffy and what they're going to do with Danny Duffy moving forward. At this point, he's not even a trade piece, though, and so a way to get him to be a trade piece and, and to be and to be someone appealing to other teams is to show him off in the best way possible, and that's in the bullpen. I don't think they're going to move him to the bullpen. I don't think he wants to move to the bullpen. I don't even think that the Royals want to move him to the bullpen, but that's been the only role he's found success in in his entire career. I do want to watch that start on Saturday against Minnesota to see just where he's at. I get it. He's a fan favorite, but the bottom line is he's had four good innings this year. He's had four good innings this year. Really, three and a half good innings, but we'll call it four. Four good innings this year. That's his best start for someone who people view as the ace, which is laughable. I want to see Danny Duffy figure it out. Now, that's highly unlikely given his age, given the fact that he's never done it before, given the fact that we've seen this song and dance over and over again. To me, he's a bullpen guy, but the Royals do not view it that way. So I want to see what Danny Duffy can do against a tough, tough, tough Twins lineup. I also want to see what you can do whenever you order CBDMD to help all of your aches and pains because it does not matter if you're a professional athlete or a stay-at-home parent or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends over at CBDMD have an amazing duo to help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze of Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recovery combines CBD inflammation-fighting compounds like Arsena and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try our amazing duo and everything else that CBDMD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from cbdmd.com. So the Royals are in the postseason mix, and they've said all along they want it to be 
in the postseason mix and they want to be competitive and they want to get to that postseason. So far, they've lived up to that. And the postseason this year for baseball might be inside of a bubble, just like you see the NBA doing right now. I'm not sure how that's going to work because of the logistics. It's not as simple as what the NBA is doing, and that's been the problem all along. That's why the that's why the MLB is not in a bubble right now. The NBA really just got very lucky. Disney World had already years and years and years ago invested a ton in making facilities to hold the basketball competitions. They hold NCAA tournaments there, uh, you know, preseason tournaments and Thanksgiving Day tournaments and things like that there. Uh, they've put a lot of effort into their uh, sports complex there for ESPN and things like that. They also, of course, have all the hotels you could ever need uh, to store all of those players and staff members and trainers and everything like that with three different arenas to play in, three different arenas that are NBA caliber. I'm not sure where you're going to find enough fields to hold every playoff series that you need. Now, maybe you can do what the NHL is doing and split them up by league. Uh, So, you know, NL goes to Florida, just like spring training, and the AL goes to Arizona. Now, obviously, those probably won't be the states that that are being picked or whatever, but you could split them up if you want to and then have them come together for the World Series, of course. I'm just not sure... Where are there enough fields to play all of these playoff games in a bubble? And honestly, if you make it to the postseason, if the season's not canceled by then, if you battled through this entire time playing at home ballparks, why would you need to change anything? And I get it. We're seeing what's happening in Cleveland right now where Mike Clevenger, who just can't stay out of the streets and along with Plezak, you know, I get it. There's issues. The Marlins had an outbreak. The Cardinals have an outbreak. If we make it to the postseason, I would assume the players, the staff, everyone would be at high alert. Is a bubble the best way to go? Absolutely. The bubble is the only close to foolproof plan you have in playing sports in a COVID world. But how realistic is it to have a bubble? And that's why baseball's doing the right thing. And, and they're looking at this on August 13th and not on October 13th. They're doing the right thing in that sense. I just wonder where they're going to find a place that can hold all of these games. With expanded postseason, you have even more postseason games now to hold. How are you going to manage that? And then I did want to talk about Mike Clevenger and please Zach and the the Indians players not staying in their hotel room. They share a locker room with a guy that beat cancer and they can't stay off the streets for a road trip for the benefit of making money playing professional baseball. And then they lied about it. At least Mike Clevenger did. Kind of threw his own guy under the bus, actually, because he didn't even come home. Clevenger didn't. Uh, so he never got found out. And so he was in a team meeting uh, saying how ridiculous it was to suspend, my, suspend uh, Plezak. Come to find out, Clevenger was right there with him. So good for Plezak to not bail him, you know, to not rat him out. But I don't know how you get past that in a locker room, how you get past that uh, and how you welcome them back in there. Right now, they're on the team suspended list. Uh, the team has suspended them, not baseball. To me, they shouldn't play another game of baseball this year. I don't think that that's reactionary. I don't think that that is something 
absurd. Now they will. They're both good pitchers. Clevenger's their best pitcher right now. Uh, or second best pitcher, I should say. Shane Bieber's way better than him. Uh, he's kind of overrated, Clevenger is. But to me, you've got to suspend them for the entire season. That's dangerous. Uh, and and it truly could kill people. Now, in all likelihood, most of those guys are going to be just perfectly fine. But there's a lot of old men in baseball. That's kind of been the knock on baseball for a long time. Their fans are old. Their coaches are old white men. Everyone's an old white man in baseball. Old people are dying at disproportional rates due to COVID. They also have a cancer survivor in their dugout who would constitute as a pre-existing injury that could lead to even a higher risk group of people. Not, not smart, Mike Clevenger, who spends more time talking on Twitter uh, and complaining about on Twitter that he has pitching. Not smart. To me, that was irresponsible. And if you care that much about going out, that even in not only a global pandemic, but even in a situation where people are counting on you not to go out, it'd be different if, if you listening at home go out tonight to the plaza. That's fine. At that point, you're making your own decision. But if you also go out tonight and then take a work trip in an airplane with all of your coworkers who decided to quarantine and are just being forced to go on this trip, that's no longer okay. Which is exactly what happened with Mike Clevenger. Uh, I think that they both should be suspended for the entire year. Sadly, uh, they're too valuable. Pitchers are too valuable. One thing, they're both really good pitchers. Clevenger is not your best pitcher. I think he's overrated, but he's still a heck of a pitcher. He's going to be back. They're both going to be back. This is just for uh, the public viewing of saying, hey, look, we, we took action. We suspended them. That's not okay. Uh, but, you know, t- to show what you think of your teammates in that way, I don't know how your teammates ever get past that. And they might just because he's such a good pitcher, uh, you know, or, or they view him as such a good pitcher. And they, that might be perfectly fine with them. But to me, you showed me what you think about not only COVID, but, but my well-being my family's well-being. You were willing to risk it. No matter what you think about COVID, no matter what you think the numbers are and you see the numbers are at or whatever, we can all agree there is some risk or else we would be living our normal life. There's some risk involved, no matter how low the risk is. That's why you can't go to a ballpark right now. That's why you, you can't do all these things. And Clevenger and Plezak showed that they don't care about their teammates. To them, it's more important to go out in a, in Chicago or wherever they were at than to stay in the hotel room for three nights. That was more important to go to Chicago and risk a lot of people than staying in a hotel room. And then to make it even worse, Plezak gets a rental, a rental car home because they found out about it while they were still in Chicago. So he does not ride in the airplane. Clevenger doesn't get found out about it until they're back in Cleveland. So he works out with the team. He, he rides in the airplane back home in, a, obviously, a bottled-up environment. I'm sick of Clevenger. I really am. He talks like he's he, he's basically Trevor Bauer Jr. He learned from Trevor Bauer. He Clevenger talks like he's some great Cy Young pitcher, God's gift to baseball. He's not that good. He's a fine pitcher. He's not that good. Uh, he, he just talks and talks and talks, and then to find out he's doing this too, uh, just par for the course with Mike Clevenger. But look, it ultimately isn't hopefully going to hurt anyone, but 
it was just a lack of awareness, a lack of respect for your fellow teammate, your coaches, this league. I mean, look what's happening with the Cardinals. They, they've played five games. They've played five games this year. The Marlins are behind the eight ball trying to make up games. If that happened to the, Card- to the, to the Indians as well, eventually we've got to stop playing baseball if these teams can't play baseball. If we've got to keep canceling games, eventually we're going to have to cancel the whole season. That's what baseball has said to these players before these two guys went on the town. So they put the entire league at risk. Eventually, these players have to decide what they want to do. If you want to go out on the town, if you want to go have fun, if you want to live your life like normal because you don't think that COVID is a big deal, that's perfectly fine. Opt out of the season. Opt out of the season and go do that. But if you want to play baseball and you've opted in to a set rule of protocols that that have you locked in a hotel room on the road, even though you can live your normal life at home, so really, they're only asking you to stay put for three days. Four days at the most. But for three days, they're asking you, don't move. Just sit in your hotel room, go play baseball, come home. That way, we have a season. That way, we get paid. That way, this goes off without a hitch. Or with as less, least amount of hitches as possible. That's all they're asking. You can live your normal life in Cleveland. Again, what is there to do in Cleveland? I don't know. Uh, so maybe that's the issue. But still, they're letting you live your normal life in Cleveland. All you had to do was for three days in Chicago, sit down in your hotel room and shut up. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. That is a total, total lack of respect for everyone involved. Teammates, the league, everyone. Everyone involved. Ridiculous. I, I, I think that they should be suspended for the entire season, but obviously they won't be because they're too good. But if you opt into this season, as these two guys have done, then you have to follow the protocols. You knew coming in what the season was about. You knew coming in you wouldn't be able to go to the clubs. You still opted in. So be committed to what you committed to. Don't, don't be half in, half out. If you're half in, half out, just be totally out. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's just honoring your commitment, whether you're committed to opting out like David Price is, or you're committed to opting in like these players are. Stay in your lane, do your job, and do what you signed up for. Now, David Price, if he goes out to the clubs in L.A., that's perfectly fine. He, he opted out of the season. He has no commitment to these protocols. If you've opted into the season, you do have a commitment to the protocols. And, and to, to do this on the weekend after, baseball says, look, guys, if we do not follow these protocols even more strict than we already are, we're not going to have a season anymore. We're not going to get to the postseason. And if they don't get to the postseason, they're not going to have any money coming in. And these contracts are going to go way down. And to still do this is ridiculous. So I hope that they get suspended for the entire year, but we all know they won't. Let me know what you guys think about this twin series and Mike Clevenger on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S.